Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. podcast i'm your host mike broadbent joining me once again is my co-host richie schneiderite richie we're gonna do a one topic show today we're gonna give you guys the latest intel on dylan harper's recruitment because there is a lot of stuff swirling right now uh truly donovan dropped a bit of a bomb on twitter last night or x whatever you call it i call it twitter whatever um And so we're going to kind of talk you through where things stand right now and how we feel about Dylan and his prospects of playing the Rutgers. Let's just start and end some, 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 uh, simmering, uh, what do you want to call it? Some, news, uh, bad news? I don't really know. News, bad news, but just like the general tone of Rutgers fans is panic right now. And I would not panic. I still think Rutgers is in the driver's seat from everything I've heard from everything you've heard. And, but that doesn't mean that this isn't a real threat that's going on right now. Um, Kansas is making a push to get Dylan Harper on campus soon. I know we've reported a September 10th date. We've had that backed up by several sources. If you haven't read uh, Trilly Donovan's article, breaking down the situation, I thought he did a fantastic job of laying out all the beats of his recruitment. Really the only national guy I've seen that actually got everything right. Um, So they're making a push. They have a big time visitor weekend lined up for this weekend. So yeah. they've already got Flory Bedinga, top five player, committed to them in 24. This upcoming weekend, they have three five stars coming to campus in Liam McNeely, who's number nine mm-hmm. in the country. Uh, they have Julia Bethea. He's a point guard who's number 17 in the country. And they have Derek Queen, who's a big, who's number 21 ranked in the country. Now, Kansas is trying to get Dylan Harper on campus ASAP. Will it happen or not? To be determined. I do think that these next 48 hours, though, are critical in his recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, because if he does make a visit to Kansas, that's when we can start panicking. Now, that's a big monologue to start the show. But tell me tell me what you're hearing uh, regarding Dylan Harper. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been a fun recruitment. Just because we've had so many different things happen. We, he is a Duke lean. He was a Rutgers lean. He was back to a Duke lean. Then the Indiana site reports he's in Indiana and Duke uh, between those two. Where the hell that came from, I don't know. Um, but no, we've. I think we've been pretty on top of this the whole time. But it sounds like Kansas is trying to make that last second push. We've been told that Dylan Harper has recorded a video, uh, it sounds like, a certain commitment video. Uh, I should be more specific. Um, but And we, saw, we were also told that it was going to make a decision before by September 10th. Because September 10th is the day Ron goes to training or starts training for the NBA uh, two-way camp, training camp, whatever you want to call it. That's when he's going to start beginning his prep. So that's when he's leaving New Jersey. So that was what we were hearing earlier this week. Then I want to say yesterday at like 9 in the morning, get a phone call. And it's like, hey, man, just so you know, Kansas is making a crazy push right now. And I'm like, all right, great. It's because, you know, Kansas is clean as a whistle when it comes to recruiting. They don't do anything dirty. They didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't pay Auburn's heavy Auburn lean or I should say Duke lean, then offered by Auburn, then a bigger offer from Kansas last second for Fiore, but I'm not saying they didn't do that. 
But uh, yeah, so so Kansas kind of plays a little dirty. It sounds like I'm surprised. Um, but it sounds like they're trying to push him for a visit. It sounds like Dylan wants to visit. It sounds like someone that's in Dylan's corner that's helping him run his recruitment is against the visit and wants him to stay home and commit to Rutgers uh, pretty much ASAP. Now, read into it what you might. I'm still pretty confident. I think Rutgers is still going to win this one out. I think that he's still been silently committed for a long time. I think this is just Kansas' last-ditch effort. Now, Kansas was one of only two programs to send a coach overseas to, in Hungary, I believe it was, for yep. USA under-19 games, uh, FIBA World Cup, I think it was, exactly. Yep. Um, but they only sent an assistant. They didn't send Bill Self. Um, yep. And I think that plays a factor, too, because Rutgers did go out of their way and not only sent head coach Steve Peichel, they also sent Brandon Knight, who's his lead yep. recruiter. So they've been just about anywhere that they can be to watch him play. And um, I, I do think this might just be another another little thing in the timeline that everyone starts panicking and they're like this close to hitting the panic button, but they're not. And I still think this is Rutgers. I still think they're going to win out. I still am kind of confident that it's going to be before September 10th. That one I'm not as sold on uh, because if he visits Kansas this weekend, I could throw this whole thing for a giant loop. Um, but We'll see. We'll see what wins out because we've been told, like people in his corner, specifically the one that runs his recruitment, she doesn't want him to uh, visit. She wants him to stay home and commit the Rutgers, supposedly. So we'll see. But it sounds like Duke's long gone, which was one threat. It sounds like Indiana's long gone, which was another threat. And then a giant troll job was kind of <laughs> icing on the cake there. I would say <laughs> yeah. um, that was a slow yeah. burn though, because those pictures were taken yeah. in Bloomington in what no January. One- yeah, no Nobody one recognized it. it. Yeah, no. I guess it's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so now, I mean, there's Auburn, I guess, still out there, but I don't think anyone's talked about Auburn at all throughout his recruitment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is just another little um, little part in his timeline, and I think that he's still going to end up a Scarlet Knight when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, from the start of his recruitment, he had said, through people that he wanted to take a visit to every school that was in his final five, but that doesn't always happen. We've seen that time and time again, recruiting, like sometimes you just know and you kind of close things out. So he has said the right things to people in the know about taking a visit to Kansas that, you know, Mm -hmm. our Kansas site at rivals reported at the end of June that they were told by Dylan Harper's head coach, uh, that the plan was to take an official visit to, to, to Kansas. Lawrence. But, you know, a lot has yeah, a lot has happened between the end, <laughs> the end of uh, June and the end of August. That's somewhat of an eternity in the college basketball landscape. Yeah, and you got to think like Dylan's been busy all summer. Every weekend, we've re- been reporting where he's at in terms mm-hmm. of you know, from Rucker Park to the Steph Curry camp to the Nike camp to mm-hmm. Hungary to the U nineteen training camp. Like the kid has been working or busy all, all all summer so it's not like he's had time even if he wanted to visit places so if that still was his inclination you'd think he would start planning these these visits um but who knows and i do want to put something else out there that the flory bedunga recruitment like you already alluded to played out very similar to this like Mm -hmm. flory he got some interest from duke and then it seemed like he was a lock to go to duke and then the last 48 hours, 24 to 48 hours of his recruitment, because he announced his commitment at the Under Armour Elite 24 game down in Atlanta. Yeah. The Auburn people were, you know, suddenly all, you know, making crystal ball picks because Bruce Pearl and his group found a way to get Bedunga a ton of money. And then last second, Bill Self rolled in and, you know, armed 
partially with the Adidas backing, were able to land Flory because they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. Now, that's why I was slightly concerned when I heard Bill Self was pushing in on this because Adidas has been extremely aggressive in the NIL sphere, trying to help its programs land top players. Because if you think about it, we've said this yesterday or the day before, I forget which pod because we've done so many this week, Yeah, that Adidas is lagging behind Nike pretty extensively in terms of landing top players mm-hmm. in in terms of its like signature shoe deals. Like Nike has basically everybody and their plan is to try and get these guys in the pipeline while they're in high school or while they're in college, sign them to, to really cushy NIL deals in the hopes that they stick with them when they eventually get to the pros. Because, you know, to get a guy like, not saying any of the players that, you know, we're going to bring in or recruiting hard will be like a LeBron or be a KD, but those are the guys that really move products. And that's the, the you need guys like that in your signature shoe line to really push products. Now, James Harden's aging out. Dame Lillard's aging out. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is not really as good as I think Adidas would have hoped. Uh, so they need young, fresh, top talent. And so that's why, in my opinion, they're pushing so hard to get these Adidas schools their top players. So the conflict is Kansas is also an Adidas school. So for Rutgers, that was a big advantage over schools like Duke because, believe it or not, Duke's NIL situation, while it's not bad, it's not as great as you would think for a top program like Duke. Mm-hmm. So that was a big advantage for Rutgers uh, against a program like Duke. And so now that you're going against the Kansas, potentially, that advantage kind of fades away because they're also an Adidas school, like I said. So we'll see. I think... To to get roundabout to the beginning, I, I do think Rutgers is still in the driver's seat. I'm not concerned. If he visits the Kansas or if he schedules a Kansas official visit, especially for this upcoming weekend, which he kinda has to do it soon if he's gonna go tomorrow for the visit with all the other top guys, yeah. Then I'd start to get concerned. But right now that visit has not been planned and I hear that it's a long way from getting planned. Um, like Richie alluded to, there are certain people in his camp that want to end this to to go with the, you know, the team that he kind of told was he was going to come to for a couple times this summer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what my read on the situation is. Um, we got to find like a Bill Self like flight tracker or something. I just know. see if there's like one from like Newark to Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Or I, I just don't know if there is one. I'm trying to look right now, but um <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do think that there's still a really good shot of Rutgers. I shouldn't even say really good shot. I'm very confident that he's still going to end up at Rutgers. Um, I, I really don't see this visiting hap- this visit happening. It could happen, don't get me wrong. But it's just so last minute and so last second. And it does sound like they're offering, they're throwing a ton of money out there at him if he does potentially commit to Kansas. Um, whether that be Adidas-backed or NIL-backed, it sounds like maybe a combination Probably of... Both, yeah. Yeah, so... And it's, it's, it's a ton of money, but at the end of the day, like we've been told multiple times, his recruitment's not about money. They like, Of course, they're going to say it that. It won't be the deciding factor, for yeah. sure. It's not going to be like number one for, like a I don't know, a Fiori Bedinga, who we were just talking about, who mm-hmm. clearly just chased whatever bag was out, out there for him, which rightfully so. That's, that's kind of what you can do um, within rules or whatever. There's no really rules. Um, yep. But 
Yeah, no, I think that this might just be more chatter, and it's just it's happened multiple times. Every time he seems like he's close to getting committing the Rutgers, it's like, all right, so Duke comes into play, visits Duke, and everyone's like, oh shit, no, we're done. That's it, John Shire. Yep. So he visits Indiana. Oh shit, um, Mike Woodson. I forgot who the head coach was for a second. Um, <laughs> yep. And now it's now it's Kansas's turn, and that's that's basically where we're at. Um, I'm still confident though. I really think he ends up Scarlet Night when it's all said and done. If he doesn't visit this weekend, I, I'm sticking to that before September 10th date. If he does visit Kansas this weekend, it might push that date back a little bit. But yep. like I said before, we, we heard a commitment video was filmed already. Like It sounds like someone's just pushing NIL to his camp. Now, it, I don't think it's his camp specifically. I think it's someone working with his camp that's kind of like, hey, like hold on. That's, we know you want to commit, but let's see what else Kansas has to say because it might be a couple mil. But at the same time, my thinking is if it's not about money, you have a, a dad who's a, what, five-time NBA champ, so he's, I'm sure yep. he's got plenty of money saved up. I don't think yep. they, ca- they really care about it that much. So, um, And plus, you'll be in the NBA in, what, a year, two years? So Yeah, he'll be a top-ten pick, assuming you know he doesn't get injured, and there's insurance policies you can take out against yeah. that. Um, but I do think there's one nugget that we haven't brought up that, from what we've heard from our sources – Michael has always viewed Kansas as the number one threat to Dylan yeah. from the start. This is even back when like everybody was saying that it was a Duke lean or Duke was the one A and Rutgers was the one B. We had heard at that time, which is a bit surprising, that Kansas was the the real threat. And I'd heard that not only from you know stat like sources inside the program, but also from people around the, the national media that they heard Kansas was the team to watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we could take this this lightly, but I also think that Rutgers has such an ingrained advantage from the family ties to how much work they've put in. Think about every time you've seen an event that was inside the uh, the period where you can actually visit and see prospects, the, the live period, I guess it's called. Mm-hmm. Rutgers is rolling four deep every single event that they could be at. Every single event Duke, that Dylan was at, they had the whole staff there. So they're putting in the work. They are doing the, the best possible job they can. Um, I still think, like we've said m- many times in this spot, I still think that Dylan ends up at Rutgers. But uh, this is, the, I mean, we kind of should have expected the Bill Self play, given that how, how he played the Bedunga commitment out. But True. this is kind of where we're at right now. It was a crucial 48-hour period, the next 48 hours. Um, mm-hmm. Just to, just stay tuned because who knows, uh, with our luck, there's going to be news that drops right after we record this, but you know, Oh yeah. Commitment. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, that'd be wild. <laughs> yeah. That'd be insane. But I mean, if he wants to pick a commitment time, I, I know our good friend Dave white has suggested a very good commitment time. And I think it was 1149 AM on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> at Rucker stadium. Or right I, outside. I, no, no, no. Just do it at home. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. Oh, if that was to happen, I oof, someone might blow a top. Yeah, I think the whole <laughs> the whole fan base would collectively. Oh, imagine just that would be actually kind of cool because every Rutgers fan would mostly be together for the most part too. So it's it'd true. be just like a giant chain effect of phone notifications at the stadium, and it's like, ooh, 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 hey, 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 look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool, and that'd be a, a heck of a instant reaction pod. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be wild. That'd be a lot of pods that day, uh, especially with the the new um, post game pods that we are going to do. I know we yes. kind of alluded to that. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah, so we're going to have a little promo uh, tomorrow afternoon. I'm talking with Greg, who's going to be kind of helping us run the show there. And that's Greg De Palma, who yeah, does Greg, um, um, Our Lads. And um, I think it's also the Prime Sports Network, it's called. Uh, but yeah, he, he works with Our Lads. I've, I've done his show a couple times. If you guys haven't seen it, he's, he's a pretty good host. Um, so we're going to do a little promo tomorrow promoting it. Um, we'll also send a link out prior to uh, the game ending. I'm just debating still... And this is where you guys can kind of come in and help us a little bit. Do you want like an immediate post game press, like a post game show, or, or do you want to wait till Shiano's presser, which is probably about, I want to say by the time it's all said and done, it's probably about 30 to 40 minutes after the game ends, which would probably give people time to go home and gather their thoughts on the win or loss instead mm-hmm. of just jumping in and being like, this is bullshit, or this was the greatest game ever played. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I really want to know your guys' thoughts on that. So throw it in the comments below. Let us know if, if you would prefer it to go immediately after the game or after the post-game press conference with Greg. Um, I think the latter probably helps me a little bit more, but I, I can probably make yeah. it work, to be honest with you. Yep. So, yeah. Should be fun, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. That's the latest with what we've had, what we got, and what we've heard. Uh, stay tuned to your podcast feed. Stay tuned to the boards because I'm sure there'll be more developing news on this. But we wanted to get something out mm-hmm. there to kind of get some people off the ledge, but also let you know kind of the real story about what's happening at this time, uh, or at least this, as yeah. much as we know. It could change yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> could change tomorrow. But thanks for, once again for listening. Uh, this has been another edition of the Network Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.